Hey everybody, this is Indoni. We are so excited that we've reached the two-year mark. Uh, unfortunately, we can't have all five people on the recording because that's just a lot to deal with. So Josh and I are just popping in right now to let you know what we think of the Lizzie McGuire movie for a two-year anniversary. I know I really enjoyed this movie when I was a kid. That igloo dress that she wears is simply iconic. It's everything. I loved Lizzie McGuire when I was watching it as a kid. She was so ditzy and clumsy but still so positive and i loved it and this movie was super fun um hello there this is josh just stepping in to say i hope you guys are enjoying lizzie mcguire movie so much it is one of the best disney movies out there you can't find anything better than this there's probably nothing wrong with it yeah uh it's it really is what dreams are made of and that igloo dress is straight up eleganza wow Hello, you guys, and welcome to We're Potting This Together, cause we know we're a star and we're things are made of. It's the podcast where we guide you through your favorite or not so favorite Disney Channel original movies. I'm Brandon. I'm Lori. I'm Sammy. Why not join us for some pomp and circumstance while we discuss this movie? It is what dreams are made of. Those are all song titles in the uh, the musical that we just watched. We watched Lizzie McGuire. Lizzie McGuire has graduated from middle school and takes a trip to Rome, Italy with her class. And what was supposed to be only a normal trip becomes a teenager's dream come true. I do not believe for a second that any one of those kids are in middle school. As soon as I was reading that, I was like, I need to see how old they all were immediately. When did this come out? 2003. When is Hilary Duff's birthday? She was born in 1987. Anybody else do numbers? So she was like... Uh, she's two years... Yeah, she's two years older than me, and I was in high school in 2003. No, it's be 15. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Aunt Adam Lambert Gordo was born in 1984. That's a weird age difference at that age. So he was like 18, 19. The kid who played Ethan, the like Brink-like kid, was also 15 at this time. Okay, I don't so believe that's that. like weird. They all looked older. They looked so much older. I don't believe any of them. Middle school to me is like 12, 13, and all of them were definitely teenagers why wasn't the good friend in there she went into mexico city yeah but like, what's the, the real reason well it was gonna be one of my goofs but she the tea. she didn't take the role because she wanted to pursue her music career oh god i forgot she had a music career for a hot second <laughs> oh no <laughs> I mean, that's like, it's fair. I feel like these to be a teen in one of these roles, like it's hard to figure out when to leave if you don't want to do this thing. Yeah. So you all rewatched this entire series before the movie, right? Uh, duh, we're professionals. There's a giant cat butt on my microphone right now. <laughs> I thought that might have been like a new mic cover or something. We <laughs> did We did an episode of Lizzie McGuire, didn't we? I think we did. We did a show off. I think, yes, I think somebody did. did, but I don't think I was on it. I don't remember being on it, but I might have been. Um, yes, I had seen this before. The night that there was a night like two and years ish ago that Josh and I were watching this movie. 
I think via Skype because it was before he lived here. And then I was talking to Sammy who was watching something else. I don't care. Um, cause I don't remember unless you remember. <laughs> Was it when we started the yeah. when we started the uh, show? Yeah, I was watching. I was watching a decom. Well, yeah, <laughs> so it was implying. I want to say. I want to say it was under wraps. Probably. I don't think that's right. I think it was the paper boys or whatever. Oh, the um, the paper brigade. But I'm not like sure yeah. enough to put it into our lore. I think you're right. I think it was the paper brigade. Is this how this podcast started? Is you and Josh watching Lizzie McGuire? Yeah, and then I think I jokingly suggested it and then forced them both to do it with me. And here we are. That's pretty much what, well, so I was actually going through all the decoms like yeah, on my own. Okay. And I was telling Lori about it. And she's like, what if we made a podcast? And I was like, I mean, okay. I can talk about decoms for two and a half years. That sounds reasonable. Did this movie, is this a special episode or did this movie just fall this way in the lineup? No, it's special. This is like a theatrical release. Elise. Oh, wonderful. Well, okay. Good. It's a wonderful episode then. It's a celebration, which is why we're all so excited. I'm just so thrilled. You know I love a destination decom. <laughs> well, this isn't a decom. Let's make that clear. You know what I mean. Brandon, have you seen it before? I have seen it before, and I liked it when I was younger. Uh-oh. I liked it when I was younger. <laughs> Are you older now, Brandon? I'm older. <laughs> so I was excited going in because I really loved Lizzie McGuire growing up and like the cool little art styles, but she's she's weak. She has no like gumption. I'd agree with that. All right. So they graduate middle school. La-di-da. Congratulations. You've done it. Ew. It's not that hard. I've done it. And I was not that smart. Ethan did it. And he's clearly not smart. Yeah. Ethan's cool though. So that's probably why. He's hilarious. I think he's my favorite character. Hillary Duff's great, but Lizzie McGuire is a klutz and a half. I'm also a klutz and a half, so I get it. She is graduating, and she has to give this speech because the actual valedictorian person, like, is sick, and she accidentally, like, pulls down a curtain, and it, like, covers the whole class, and it's, like, the most embarrassing thing in the world. She's not just sick. She has Ebola. Is that it? That was it. Oh, my gosh. In the beginning, Lizzie is lip syncing, and it's cool because they did this thing where what song was it? It was like a known song. Um, the tide is high. Yeah. Hiding. It was some other voice sounding thing, and then it like slowly just like went into like it just being Hillary's voice. Anyway, her brother, I think, is a better version of what Shia LaBeouf's character is supposed to be in Even Stevens. I think he's awful. Yeah. No, but I, I'm not saying I enjoy him. I just, like, when I was watching this, I was like, oh, this is what they were going for with that character. It was, like, the boy. Yeah, and he reminds me exactly of Beans. That's wrong. No, it's right. No, that's wrong. Sammy? I would like to be a neutral party on this argument. <laughs> Either way, he bugged me. I was like, I don't think this is funny. I'm really trying to not be a big downer on this movie, but I I also didn't entirely get his like his motivation in this part where he's catching her singing. I understand, but at the end, I did not get he, it like, at he all. He tries to blackmail her so he can sell it, so that he can sell the footage to people. But who cares? Yeah. Well, this part, this part, I understand. I like. I think it's dumb, but I understand why he's doing it. But like later, when he like tricks his parents into flying out to Italy, I'm like, what was your goal here? To go to Italy. <laughs> 
I fell well, asleep then it, during that part. Like a throwaway line of "haha, I got my parents to take me to Italy" or something. It yeah. was literally just like I just I just want to talk about how cool his little remote control cars thing is. I mean, he's probably going to use it later to become a giant pervert, but like in this instance, it's it's funny and not gross. The thought ran through my head when he like snuck his remote control car in there to watch his sister changing. I thought was weird. Something could have happened easily. <laughs> Yeah. And then he would have not ever done that again. Because she was changing. She was wearing a different outfit every like cut. So she was definitely changing outfits. And he guys, just has- guys, don't ruin the Lizzie McGuire <laughs> movie for me. This I isn't mean, a decom. That's not what this episode is supposed to be. I mean, it's pretty much a bulletproof point that Sammy just brought up. It like <laughs> had to have happened. I guess as as a class everybody gets to go to Rome for graduating middle school. I want I want to go to this school. I didn't even get to go to Rome for graduating. Well, of course, my school was not going to afford to send 700 people to Rome for graduating high school. Oh, that would but be a mess. <laughs> oh my god. Well, and you figure they have to pay for this trip themselves. Their school's not sending them on their dime. They had to park so many people and sell so many candy bars. I was just going to say that. I basically, so we had to sell candy bars and I just mostly bought all the candy bars for myself. Because I, I was like, oh, wow, if I just buy them, then I'll make all my money. But I didn't realize that I had to spend all my money. <laughs> they were good candy bars, though. Yeah, they were only a dollar, too. What a deal. <laughs> Our class fundraiser to raise money for like prom or whatever they use that money for was trash bags you sold them that's actually clever yeah we were supposed to sell trash bags and supposedly like there was like contests to see who could sell the most trash bags and stuff but i was also like were they singles was somebody like five garbage bags (laughs) i think they were i don't think i sold a single one i'm gonna be honest trash bags (laughs) yeah we sold trash bags it's pretty on brand who the hell did you sell (laughs) trash bags to who did you sell a trash bag to I didn't sell. I was not a fundraiser of any kind. <laughs> who was your? Who was the target demographic? Because if some like kid came up to me like, you want to buy garbage bags? That's a lot of people. That's way more useful than fucking chocolate bars. Brandon, you got played. They knew you were going to buy those. This is dumb. So they get to go to Rome <laughs> because they graduated middle school, which is some bullshit. If their school paid for it, there was no fundraiser. Let's make that clear. Um, and the new high school principal is their chaperone, Mrs. Unger or Miss Ungermeyer. I don't think she's married. I'm sorry. Who's basically me. Mel- Melissa McCarthy from Bridesmaids? Yes, but oh, it's um, a- Alex Bornstein who does character acting and like several shows and she's always hilarious every time i love her so yeah. much she's amazing in this movie too so good so good we let's make it clear that we all ship her and the palo security guard like they definitely oh, oh yes. yeah oh like, yeah probably in that elevator oh definitely okay pants down yes pants down pants down, pants down the pants down <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> So, okay, they're flying there, and I thought the scene was very, very cute because it's Gordo and Lizzie, and they're kind of, like, cuddling together on the plane because it's, like, a 15-hour plane ride. And I thought it was so nice that they're just, like, two friends who are so comfortable with each other, just, like, taking naps on each other. It reminded me of some of the friends I had in high school, except I didn't have crushes on them. Yeah, Yeah. I hate... Spoiler, I didn't watch the end of this movie because I've seen this enough. I know what happens and I hate the end scene so much. It's bad. It's pretty rough. 
and have mentally just just edit out any confirming that Gordo and Lizzie end up together because fuck that, frankly. Now let's just let's just pretend. I don't care what the reality is. It ended here. It ended at the scene right before Gordo and Lizzie smooch. Right. Works that works for me. me. I feel like I read somewhere one time that this movie was the end of this series and they needed to like wrap it up somehow. I was hoping I will talk about it when we get to the end. Uh yeah, there's a there's a montage and like Gordo wants 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 Lizzie. And then we find out once we get there. So Lizzie is taking the she she wasn't supposed to go on this trip. She was taking the place of Ebola girl. Was she taking her place? I thought that was just the speech. I thought she was always going to Rome. No, there was a line where like the the teacher says something briefly. I thought about. I think it was that she was supposed to room with her, and then oh, she couldn't room with her. She has to room with Kate now, which also doesn't make sense because that would have meant Kate didn't have her. Yeah. Oh no, Kate was supposed to go. So you either go to Rome or the water park. And Kate last minute decided to come to Rome, remember? Because she was like, oh, we're going to be in Rome for two weeks. And the best thing is that there won't be Kate there. And then Kate walks off the airport. So that was last minute. So That seems unnecessary. Totally unnecessary. (laughs) It's all coming back to me. (laughs) Maybe Kate did it so she could be with Ethan because I think they were. I think this was like a Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the OG, not the spooky one, where like... Libby was after Harvey and then Harvey and Sabrina. This is very convoluted, but like the typical, <laughs> like the the mean girl likes the boy that the hero also likes. I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. Oh, sure. that's new. I love it. I like this feeling of power. What a good comparison you just made. Thank you. We're getting along almost as swimmingly as Gordo and Lizzie. They go to the roof so they can see a view and they promise to find each other adventures and to, like support. very nice. I loved okay. it. I loved the parts of this movie where like he was supporting her going off and doing cool things, even if it was like. It really feels like what two good friends would do where they're like, let's sneak off and just like go look around and let's promise to like have a ton of fun here. If this movie were now, would Gordo be gay? Ding, ding, ding. Yes, I was thinking that. I was thinking this would be so much better if he was a gay character. We were in high school together. You're not one of them. No, I know, but this is what it was. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. And at the end of this movie, we're going to kiss. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so that's also canon now that Gordo's just gay. Yeah, I like that way more. I'm also really annoyed that Gordo didn't get his adventure with, uh, with a spicy Italian boy. Okay, but if he weren't gay, I was liking the vibes that him and Kate, like they had like this adversarial. Like, I was just about to thing. say the same thing. So I he's would bisexual now. Canon. 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 Um, there's a whole wishing fountain. Do you guys do you guys make wishing wishes? You fountain? bet I do. I do it in my kitchen sink. You do it in your what? Your kitchen sink? You throw yeah, money when, in there? When it's full of water, I throw money in it and make a wish. I hope is this doesn't real? fuck up my garbage your, disposal. Yeah, your garbage disposal Wait, is... I can't tell if you're joking. That's my wish. I wish this won't hurt my garbage disposal. Wait, because you just told us. It's the rule. Oh, dang it. <laughs> James just screams from the other room. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I make wishes and fountains, but I do wish on 11-11. And uh shooting stars what do you wish for i can't tell you brandon i wish that i could be 30 flirty and thriving i hate you my god i love that movie lizzie is introduced to this guy named paolo and he's like you look just like isabella 
and Isabella is my stage girlfriend, and let's go on a moped ride. And so then they do. So what I didn't like is that they were identical. Hey there, Hannah Montana. I was hoping, like, if only there were a slightly different looking deaf woman that could have played Isabella to it'd be somebody who looks really really similar to her but not a freaky twin doesn't she have a sister what doesn't she have a sister she does yeah that was my whole bit oh and they look very similar but she's like brunette and they actually I think they were in a movie together and so I was wishing that they had put her in because like if you go to Italy or any other country and you find somebody that looks exactly like you but with dark hair you freak the fuck out and assume your parents like gave up a twin somewhere right oh absolutely yeah just like what a coincidence that would be my first thought I never thought about that it's terrifying wouldn't that have been a wild twist a parent trap well yeah Every movie we watch is a friggin' parent trap. Yeah, it's it's all kind of the same, huh? Same formula. I really think that Lizzie McGuire is just like the girl analog of even Stevens. It's not like par for par, but I think the like tone and like most of the characters like kind of have a mirror. I think that's totally right. I thought, yeah, that makes total sense. It pretty much is. Except for Lizzie's way cooler than Ren. Is she? I feel like Ren was annoying because we were seeing her mostly through Lewis's lens. I'm trying to remember that movie. One second. There's like things happening. We'll keep going. We don't need him. All these strangers also think she's Isabella and some lady just gives her a giant cheese wheel. How would you feel if a stranger gave you a cheese wheel? I would be, I don't personally eat cheese, but I'd be pretty stoked because I feel like you could sell that for quite a bit. That was a whole hunk of cheese. I don't know that I'd want to carry that giant cheese wheel down the street. Yeah, no, I would sell it immediately. I'd be like, hey, you, do you want this for 50 bucks? Cool. That cheese had to be fake because it would have been way heavier. <laughs> you don't say Brandon. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I didn't know if you picked up on that. It's like when people drink fake coffee out of coffee cups in movies. I hate when you can clearly tell how empty a cup is in a movie. Do you guys want to know something that's like that that just happened to me? No. What? I was, I was at a sports practice with a bunch of people that I want to think I'm cool. And there's like a giant Gatorade container thing. I didn't know if it was full of water that I should drink because I didn't see anybody else because they all brought their water bottles filled. And mine was empty. And they're like, oh, let's take a water break. And so I just pretended to drink from my empty water bottle. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel sick. I need a nap so that I don't have to think about that. Oh, no. Did you, did you give it like some... Because that's that's my thing. When you're acting, I'm like, look, you're already acting. Just act like there's liquid in that cup. Like, I mean, it's like a heavy... It's like a metal Yeti-ish water bottle that's like completely opaque. Like, you can't see through it. So I think... I don't think they're like looking to see like, oh, is she lying right now? Why can't you just say I don't have water? Or why can't you just not, not done that? I was not good for the whole practice. I was very new and very bad. So I didn't want to like also not know how to water. I want to mute you. (laughs) Moving on. Gordo encourages Lizzie to uh, go pretend to be Isabella with Paolo. And he's all like, I'm going to... What? Have you signed in to the Podden account? No. No. It just said I was just signed out, but it still says I'm recording. So I think it's okay. Nope, I'm signed into my own account. Okay. It still says you're you're podding us together. That's a weird notification. Okay, it seems like it's okay and you guys are still recording, so it should be fine. Any hoozle. Uh, Lizzie's all like, I don't know if I should meet this Palo guy. And Gordo's like, you promised me adventures. You need to go have your adventure with your spicy Italian boy. Actual words. Actual words. 
And Lizzie's all like, all right, all right, all right, I'll do it. And so she pretends to be sick. I thought you were going to say she pretends to be Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> our our buses here have Matthew McConaughey speaking, but yep, like I was just about to mention that. It's real weird because they didn't make, make it a thing. Like I know in Vancouver they got Seth Rogen to do theirs and they made this whole like social media push where they talked about it. Ours, it was just like one day on the bus, suddenly Matthew McConaughey said, thank you for helping solve Austin's traffic problem. That is not how he sounds. Okay, I'm not. Hold on. It gets worse. <laughs> but but then he says his line, not all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. He says, you'd be a lot cooler if you did, which is also a line from Days and Confused. But like, you'd be a lot cooler if you did. He already thanked you for doing the thing. So you don't, it doesn't even make sense. And it drove me fucking crazy. But they try to make it all like, like Texas relevant, so it'll be like, you know what's annoying? When somebody plays their guitar on the bus. Or puts their boots <laughs> on the seat next to you. <laughs> there's like there's three different like variations. But my favorite thing is that it's not he's not like I'm Matthew McConaughey no. and I approve this. Literally just like Matthew McConaughey is crooning into your ear as you're riding the bus. And nobody acknowledged it. The first time it happened, no. Josh and I are sitting there and we hear it and everybody else is just acting like, Yeah, sure, Matthew McConaughey. And like we're like is anybody else going to acknowledge this? So it happened the first time I did it, but then now I ride the bus so much and Matthew McConaughey starts talking and I'm just like, all right, it's Matthew McConaughey. And then Tim was riding with me and he's like, was that Matthew McConaughey? And I was like, yeah. Okay, let's get to the stupid movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're hurting Lori's heart. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't like this movie. Do you hate Hilary Duff? No. Oh, you had to think about it for too long. No, that's, I was like, she's right. I don't. I'm just thinking, like, I didn't hate anybody in this movie. I just, the plot was so ridiculous. It's pretty ridiculous. But that's kind of Lizzie McGuire. Like, all of the Lizzie McGuire episodes are always just like, this is ridiculous. How is this happening? Lizzie and Paolo talk about how him and Isabella were broken up and Isabella lip syncs he's like you can't tell anybody and he wants to be a good artist and sing serious music not pop music and Paolo wants Lizzie to pretend to be Isabella and present an award just present nothing else just present an award so that he can protect Isabella but also break up with her it was convoluted to say the least to say the least I don't think it, it was, was that convoluted so there was the whole like Paolo and Isabella were dating and then they broke up and yeah. then but he still loves her as a friend. So it's the white stripes. So he wants so he wants to protect her. So she left. And why did he have to protect her? Why couldn't they just say, Oh yeah, she doesn't want to sing? No, I know why. Spoilers. So Paolo actually can't sing, so he needs to like do something. I don't understand it either, guys. I'm sorry. But like his cover story didn't make sense either. The like having to protect Isabella from what? I know. I don't get it from not being there is what it was. There there was an actual money laundering meth empire behind this music award show and he needed to like do the last job. The award was filled with blue crystal and Gus was gonna like get really mad if they didn't perform at the award show. Sure. See, I don't even understand this movie. I literally don't understand the plot. This is my favorite part. Paolo takes her to get an outfit for the award show, and they meet a designer. What's the designer's name? Steve. Good job, guys. <laughs> um, yes, her name is Steve. This was the best scene in this movie. I love, which one's your guys' favorite outfit? I like the one with the lights, the one that plugged in. That's the only one I remember. <laughs> I really like the inflatable snow one because her makeup was very icy and frosty. In that oh, one. her makeup that was, was great good. in that one. The, the inflatable igloo. 
uh, what else? There was like a, the green one where like she pulled the the thing on her hat and it brought the dress up. When I was little, I had a Meg from Hercules doll and she had a dress that would do that when you pull on strings and it was the coolest shit. Whoa. That's pretty cool. The best part of this was the song, Cover Girl. All of the songs. Oh, the Cover Girl, the RuPaul cover. It was really yeah. Yeah. That was amazing. Um, well, I don't understand. All of these people, Paolo's just like, uh, she's only speaking English because she's trying to practice her English. But Hillary's not even trying to do an Italian accent. It's just straight American. And nobody's like concerned about this. They're like, oh, your English is perfect and your accent is perfect. It doesn't make sense because they're like, oh, you're Isabella. And she's like, yes, I'm Isabella. And she's like an American. And oh my God, this fabric is exactly what I wore the spring formal last year. I mean, uh... yeah. She did a piss poor job pretending like she was Isabella. Like, I'm better at it than she is. You sound French. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> That turned into Borat. Yeah. My way. Here's my, my theory is that everybody else was in on Paolo's scheme, but they needed to like keep Lizzie convinced. Otherwise she wouldn't go along with it. Yes. Okay, that's fair because they do work for him. Brighton could not care less. There are 20 <laughs> more points. We are only on point like nine. There are so many more. We are on point point ten now. Now, Ethan and Gordon are like hanging out because they're bros now. Cool, cool. (laughs) And and then Ethan thinks that so Gordo sees some like girls with a magazine that has Isabella on the cover, aka Lizzie. And so then Ethan's like, "You gotta do the swoop and turn," and he's trying to like help Gordo flirt with these girls, which was cute. That was cute. He was really trying to help Gordo out. Ethan was a good guy. Ethan's my favorite Ethan's character. He's a great guy. He's not the brightest bulb, but he was sweet and wholesome, and I loved him. Gordo approaches the girls, and then Ethan's like, "Wow, moving fast, little dude." And so Gordo, they're like, uh, "What do they?" They're like, "Oh, we we're interested in your friend, not you." And then what does he say? So he's like, "Word." He says, "Word." <laughs> Word. Word. Is that? And they're like, Word. Oh. Is that is that your is that his name? And he's like, oh yeah, sure. That was such an out of character <laughs> thing for him to say. It was so confusing. Word. I would never be able to get away with saying that. He yeah, word. It, this so. is also 2003 when I think word was a little bit more commonplace. Was word. it? I don't know. So anyway, Gordo has these girls help him, and he's like, "Who is these?" And they're like, "Where are you, Fringe?" Like, <laughs> this never happened. <laughs> <laughs> he promises to introduce them to Ethan if they translate the magazine that they have is what Brandon's definitely yeah that's what happened and so he has to figure it out because he's like this is Lizzie and I need them to tell me if this is or not but it's not because it's supposed it to be Isabella but it really is Isabel's like I'll dress myself and then she picks like the lavender with like the sparkly tool to go over it which I was into it was fine. Honestly, it was little... I liked all three fabrics. I think she, they could have done something with all three of them together. But yeah, I mean, looking at it with today's eyes, it might be a bit Jamie Lee Curtis Freaky Friday. But in 2003, that would have been like a hip outfit, especially since Hilary Duff and Disney Channel was like more conservative than the fashion at the time. I loved her outfit at the end. It was incredible. It was very good. They have to rush back to the hotel before Miss Ungermeyer and the rest of the class get there. And Sergey helps her sneak in which is pretty great so he hands Paolo an umbrella and, and Paolo goes up to the concierge oh the concierge was my favorite character he was good 
He, he kind of looked so like good. Mike Birbiglia. I'm just going to keep referencing stuff that nobody cares about. I love Mike Birbiglia. Oh, He's one of my favorite comedians. He kind of looked like him. Oh, a little bit, yeah. I don't like this character. God damn it, Brandon. <laughs> he didn't speak any English. Oh and my so his- God, no. Do not. Are you, are no. you being xenophobic? No, I'm just saying that he didn't have any good lines because he didn't, he couldn't talk. I'm fine with him being French because he's in he's France. He's French. He's in Italy. They're oh, in Italy. I'm fine with him being Roman because he's in Rome. Set with the <laughs> Italian in Italy not speaking English? No, I'm just saying I don't remember him having any lines that I like. There was the whole my favorite exchange when her parents show up or no, when uh, she's trying to find out if Gordo's plane took off and he's on the phone. He's just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The plane is gone. I mean That was a great exchange. Come on. Come on. Come on. I mean Kay. Come on. So anyway, Paolo has this umbrella and it's open up and he's like using it to block Lizzie from his view. And he's just like, This umbrella won't close. Can you help me? And the concierge is like, Why is it even open? It's not raining. And it was pretty great. I agree. It was delightful, Sammy. He's a good character. Thank you. And then Sergey's in the elevator and he's like trying to block Miss Ungermeyer from getting upstairs. And that's when they had they had a real flirt session. The chemistry was palpable. They almost oh, kissed. It was. Kate knows she's been sneaking out and then they get a cool moment. Oh, because she, she knows that like so Miss Ungemeyer ends up going in the room and she, like she asks Kate to take care of her. And Kate's like, You look way less gross than you usually look. I could smell the acetone or acrylic from the lobby. You've been get you've been sneaking out, which is fair. Like she literally got a celebrity makeover. And so for now, some reason Kate's like super duper cool with Lizzie, where she's like oh, we're friends. I'm not going to tell anybody on you. Her hatred of Lizzie, I think, was more out of, like, like they used to be friends and then one of them got popular. So then she has to, like, pretend to hate Lizzie, basically, to keep face because Lizzie's a dork. Yeah. So, like, it makes sense that, especially because she's kind of like, don't tell anybody I'm covering for you. She should have, like, used it to oh, like, for get sure. something out of Lizzie. Like, I, this, that would have been more in character. Where would be like, I'll shut up if you, like... Give me a kiss. That, or <laughs> get me, like... <laughs> Like, get me, get me, help me meet Paolo or Isabella or something like that. Like, maybe her parents are going through a rough divorce. And so, like, Kate just doesn't have her in her to be fighty right now. Maybe. There's maybe. no context for that at all, but we can, we can put sure. it there. Yeah. The magazine, though, says that Isabella and Paolo are supposed to sing at the awards. And then Gordo's like, yo, he's lying to you. Really? Is this the part you fall asleep through? Yeah. This is where I <laughs> fell asleep. Okay. <laughs> So this is where I'm confused. Because you fell asleep. Well, how does Gordo know he's lying to her? Because of the magazine that he had translated earlier. Because the magazine said, like, Isabella and Paolo are supposed to sing at this award show, not just, like, present an award. Well, but Lizzie knew that because she's been practicing singing. Uh, not no, yet. not until after this. Not until okay. after you woke up from your nap. And so the whole <laughs> family goes to Rome because her little brother misses her? Um, well, he fakes it. He's actually just trying to like get footage or something. I don't really understand, but like whatever his game was, he ends up getting to go to Italy, so he won, I guess. He totally won, but it made his motivation made zero sense. None. He comes crying down. He's like, he's got these fake pie charts about uh, Italian boys and American women, and the parents are just like, I don't, I'm not buying this. And he's like, Oh, you caught me. I miss my sister. And he's clearly like playing a 
playing them. It's not real. He doesn't actually miss Lizzie, but it's not clear why he wants to go to Rome. Okay, I'm solving this. They had already planned on like meeting Lizzie for the last half of her trip anyway, because like there's no way they would have been able to get tickets that last minute. Well, then the dad's just like, I'll get the passport. They already had it packed away with the tickets that they had already bought to meet her on the last half of it. Do you know how expensive that would be if it that wasn't the case? No, that's why it is the case, though. That's. But I don't um, think that is the case. I think... Th- so Lizzie's parents see what's happening with Kate's parents and they're hard divorced. And they're like, you know what? We really need a good vacation, like a family vacation to like help strengthen our bond. So they're going on a vacation that they had planned previously. To I think... Lizzie's parents are far more well off than they've been letting on. I mean, they own a house, and in that economy, that's that's not nothing. That's pretty good. They're pretty rich. I'm I just they saying. Eat so much avocado toast. Yeah, I don't know. My my parents own a house, and they weren't sending me to Rome. Fair. It doesn't make sense. Why do they have to be there? Um, because they expected the show to get canceled after this, probably, so they wanted the finale to have the whole family there. Uh, okay. I, re- I really think the only reason was to have everybody there. And why not just have them as chaperones? Uh, so the next thing that happens is <laughs> that Lizzie sneaks out with Paolo again for a romantic evening, and he swears, like, she confronts him about the scene, and he's like, it'll be fine, you can lip sync. I won't let you embarrass yourself. And then they hold hands and watch fireworks and it's romantic and very sweet. And he's definitely not up to anything bad. Uh, uh-uh. that's the thing. I'll get to that in my review. Next. <laughs> Thank you. Next. No, what I want to say is it's okay. impossible to root for Paolo. It's like, it's because this whole movie, you're like, it's the villain. I always forget that he's the villain at the beginning. And I'm like, oh, how nice for Lizzie. <laughs> how many times have you watched this movie again? A lot. And I forget about it. I messaged that. I said that in the group <laughs> chat. I was like, hey, oh, I always forget. Like, Paolo's actually not good. And then I messaged Andoni separately because I didn't know if Brandon had seen this movie before and didn't want to spoil the twist. Oh, my God. It was pretty clear. <laughs> oh, not to everybody, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's to Lori the 17 times that she's watched this movie. <laughs> so explain this. Miss Ungermeyer was going to go give a t- an orange to Lizzie because Lizzie is sick. Yeah. And then Gordo's like, oh, no, 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 don't go up there. And she's <clears> like, what are you hiding? Why don't you want me to go see Lizzie? And he's like, it's me that's been sneaking away. And she's like, oh, you got to go home. Yeah. So first of all, the school can just, afford, can just afford to buy another ticket back. Secondly, she's seen Gordo with them. Exactly. <laughs> but not at nighttime. She thinks he's sneaking away for some like saucy time. Okay. So it's at night. Okay. That clears everything up. Yeah, it does. Like he's like, oh, I've been sneaking out at night is when... Like, then she doesn't see him. Okay, so he saves her from going up to see Lizzie, and then he gets them back to America's. Now we've got our little training scene where Paolo's teaching Lizzie to lip sync. He's all like, you can actually sing along with it, and it matches up better. So what I don't get here, he's trying to embarrass her, right? Like, he's trying to, he's trying to embarrass Isabella, make it look like she can't actually sing. But he can, like, hear Lizzie singing, and she's not bad. Yeah. So... But she also doesn't sound like Isabella. I mean, she does because they're both Hillary Duff. That's true. (laughs) Schmillery schmuff. No, I don't get it, because he's, like, he's trying to make Isabella look like a bad singer, but Lizzie's not a bad singer. That's why this didn't make sense. It's like, you can't embarrass her. She's indestructible. 
Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Let's keep going. I hate this movie now. You guys did a good job. <laughs> okay, so Kate tells Lizzie that Gordo stuck up for her and now is getting sent home. And then Gordo sees the real Isabella at the airport and somehow convinces her to like listen to what he has to say. Oh, well, she's got the magazine that has Lizzie on the cover and she's like, who the fuck is this? Somebody tell me. And Gordo's like, that's my friend Lizzie McGuire and I can explain everything. And so she's like, you, tell me now. Okay. So it's it's a really a bunch of little tiny coincidences really had to line up here, but this is plausible. <laughs> <laughs> this part right here is fairly plausible, yes. Thank you. <laughs> That's all I need from you people. Yeah. This is fine. <laughs> this adds up to me. Cool. I can this little this. section adds up, yes. Um so Lizzie's family shows up very quickly, very, very quickly. <laughs> across the country the the, the world 15 like. hours later but yes <laughs> well but i mean like it doesn't seem like that much has happened in lizzie's world i think they were sleeping for a big chunk of that okay see i was I'm trying, trying to, say to something. You. yeah and i was I'm... trying to like take your guys aside this is a real gift to the magi situation <laughs> I'm trying to help you out here Lori. i'm trying to help you guys ruin it for me <laughs> <laughs> But Ethan spills the beans. And then it's one of those, I feel like this happened on the show where like everybody thinks Ethan's dumb, but really he just like, he has foot and mouth. And, like he says stupid stuff, but I think he's actually smart. So this time he says something really smart and they all stop. And he's like, why does everybody always look so surprised? Okay, but nobody told Ethan what was happening. So how did Ethan serve it? So Gordo told Ethan what happened and Ethan spilled the beans to everyone. And then, so they all run to the big award show so they can all hear Lizzie McGuire sing. Isabella shows up, and Isabella's like, I have a plan. Yeah. And she, you made her sound evil. She's like the nicest good one. There. She says it in a good way, though. <laughs> and so then um, Gordo tells Lizzie that Paolo is setting Lizzie up to like be embarrassed, so that Isabella's technically embarrassed, too. Um, and, and then someone Lizzie's tells me like, Isabella's oh, I can't do this. And Isabella's like, don't worry about it. I got you covered. And so Lizzie's like, okay, I trust you. I don't know why she trusts her. They just met like 30 seconds ago. They, they, she's like, something in your eyes seems honest. <laughs> You're, you, have a, you have a trusting face. I like your face. <laughs> <laughs> but then Lizzie walks away and Gordo's like, what's your plan? Isabella's like, I don't know. I'm going to come up with it in a minute. And so, okay, really quick. Brandon right now, he's going to tell you the big plan. Okay, listeners, listen up. Listen in, Paolo okay. was setting Lizzie up, quote, lip sync, but he was going to remove the lip sync track. And so it looked like Isabella couldn't sing and he was going to show the world. But really, it turns out Paolo lip synced because he was a terrible singer. Hey, Brandon, can you do an impression of Paolo? So like, so it seems he's like normal. And then what's it sound like? I'm too manly to do that. Can you not be? Like, He's like, this is what dreams are made of. And this is what Lizzie sounds like. Hey now, hey now. This is what dreams are made of. Really good. That's what it was. <laughs> is, that, is that really good? <laughs> really good. She has a beautiful voice, just like that. Uh, so Isabella switches it out so that Paolo doesn't have the lip sync track and he's actually singing. And now Lizzie's also actually singing. And Brandon's blowing his nose. <laughs> Me and him did it at the same time. It was very cute. It's adorable. Um, it popped so- my ears. <laughs> okay, start that over because we can't use blowing noses in the track. Well, Sammy's isn't going to have it. 
Isabella switches it out so that Paolo's <laughs> singing without the lip sync track. And so it's his real voice and it's revealed to the world that he can't sing. And then Isabella comes out and she's like, I'm Isabella. And then she and Lizzie duet. And, and then she just like, they duet. And then <laughs> her, and then Isabella just leaves her there. Is just like, all right, now you're the star, and walks off the stage and lets Lizzie yeah. like become her own solo artist. And this whole like fandom is like sitting there listening to this girl they don't know, and they're like into it. I'd be like, what is going? On? <laughs> Like, this stadium full of people. Lizzie's like, okay, I guess I'll perform for these people. How is nobody just losing their shit that there's actual twins on stage? It's amazing, kind of. So the performance goes well. (laughs) And they're back at the hotel. It's the end of the movie-ish. They're having a party. Ethan sits down and has spaghetti with Kate. He's all like, I'm turned on when you don't know things. Which was fun. That was a good time. They ate spaghetti because it's Italy. Yeah, they ate spaghetti. Well, the whole movie, Ethan is talking about getting a plate of spaghetti. And so he finally gets his spaghetti. Which, fair. Little brother tries to blackmail Lizzie again because that's all he's done this whole damn movie. And basically the concierge is like, no, we don't do that here. And he throws it in the fountain. Yeah. And then nobody kisses at the end. Gordo and Lizzie kiss, though. Shut up. No, they don't. 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 Okay, so if we could talk about if if there was a scene, I'm not saying there was one, if there was a scene in which Gordo and Lizzie kissed, it would be awkward as fuck, right? Yeah, because they're friends and we shouldn't encourage the whole like, oh, I got out of the friend zone. It was literally, so they, they're like, let's run away for one last adventure, one last sneak away. And they go up to the roof and then it's just like a little peck on the lips. And then they're like, all right, let's go back down to the party. If it were to happen, that's how it would happen. If it were to happen, that's how it would happen. I think I would hate it a lot. I think that it's better to encourage like healthy boy-girl friendships and that it's possible. I'd agree with that. So the movie's done. Did you guys learn any lessons? I learned that Brandon should go first. I learned to not just trust people because you fancy them. Ooh, fancy. And also, don't lie. And also, don't lie for your friends. Well, kind of do. <laughs> Who else? Okay, we've, Brandon learned something. I learned that if like a twin celebrity showed up, people would be cool with it. They wouldn't question it. And like, if you met your own twin, like you wouldn't question it. You wouldn't question your parents. You wouldn't question your entire life. You'd be fine. It's fine. I learned that Ethan was pretty great. I liked him. That's, That's your lesson. I don't know. I hate, I hate the lessons. <laughs> I don't remember what I learned. I learned that you can go to Rome at the drop of a dime. Let's play two truths and a goof. Okay, I'm still writing them. Give me a minute. Is it two goofs and a truth or two truths and a goof? <laughs> it says it in the notes, but I don't remember because I'm not looking at them. It's supposed to be two truths and a goof. But you have in the notes as two goofs and a truth. Isn't that what it is? I thought it was two truths and one goof. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. (laughs) I hate two truths and a goof. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think Brandon hated this movie. I think he hates this podcast. <laughs> I think he might hate himself a little bit too much. Are you doing okay, buddy? I'm not well. Let's do this super well-timed, well-planned out two truths and one single goof, yeah? Yeah. Number one, this is the first live-action Disney Channel theatrical movie. Number two, Isabella's voice is Haley's voice dubbed over Hillary's voice. Or number three, the first Ebola outbreak was 10 years after this movie. The first Ebola outbreak had to be long before 10 years after this movie. That's, that's gotta the be goof. A, that's got to be the goof. <laughs> okay, well, you guys got it right, but like wrong also. What? <laughs> <laughs> the first Ebola break breakout was 11 years after this movie, not 10. I knew I was going to say she's going to say oh, it's like 11 years after it. But then I didn't because I was like, just let her do it. And then you did it. You know, the more you keep doing this, the more I'm just going to fuck around with numbers for the the thing. I don't like This is great content. This is what (laughs) our listener wants. Okay, so (laughs) the two truths. Let's rate this movie. Uh, Pre-talking about this movie, I probably would have given it like an eight. And I watch it and I love it. I think now, though, I'm going to give it a five a four i'm gonna give it a four wow, all four <laughs> of those points you down. are just hillary duff like it's duff is four four letters we brought you down i really didn't mean to i just mostly i didn't understand the movie okay my time my turn this movie was nothing really ever made sense i love hillary duff don't get me wrong I loved Lizzie McGuire growing up, but this was one of those destination decoms. It felt like they just wanted to send them to Rome on Disney's budget, and they were like, oh, shoot, we have to film a movie, too. So let's make her a pop star. And it was like, okay, 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 get it. So I'm going to give it a three out of ten. So sorry. I really thought I was going to love this movie. This is such a bummer for our two-year anniversary extravaganza, guys. Yeah. Woo party. Here comes the confetti. Uh, well, I enjoyed myself. I uh, The plot had more holes than Swiss cheese. It is not a well-plotted-out movie in the slightest, but it was still enjoyable. I like the music. I think Hilary Duff is a good singer, and I give it a 5 out of 10. I'm going to give it a 5 now, too. I forgot how good the music was. Good point. I could bump it up to a 4. Honestly, I like the music in this more than any of our musical decoms. I'm giving it a 4 out of 10 because of Miss Grundlewald. So that was this podcast, I guess. This was supposed to be a celebration. Um, I had a good time. I hope all of you listeners had a good time. And if you didn't, let us know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I think they will. Yeah, what if people emailed us ratings? That would be really great. Do you know what's in our inbox right now? What? Spam? Um, so I needed to make a new Postmates account so I could get the like $10 off or whatever. So with <laughs> all a bunch of Postmates ads. Also Instacart and also like a few other websites. <laughs> I'm disappointed. I'm, I'm upset that you have utilized our joint account for your own pleasures. Did we do our outro yet? <laughs> I think that was it. I think I lost it a little bit, but I think that's thematic for the mess that this is that I've been. I don't want to speak for everybody because I've learned that you should not rate other people's appearances or performances. Just put Josh's old intro that we used to put in. (laughs) You know what, guys? Speaking of ratings, how about so we have pictures of all of us on our website? 
uh, email us oh, don't what you would rate our appearances. It's okay for me to call me a three, but I don't want other people to call me a three. You know, honestly, I think I'd rather a stranger called me a four than somebody I considered a friend. <laughs> <laughs>